Marshall Bill Flamethrower. Flamethrower. Boss Man in the Band. WBOSS Boss Man Radio. Good Friday morning, and welcome to Drive Time, brought to you by Jim Peach Motors and Peach Chevrolet. Good morning, Kenwood. Good morning. I, I know I tricked you out there, didn't I? We, we, we got started so early, I think you even shocked. Well, uh, it would help if I, if I turn my earpiece on. I thought I was hearing some humming, and I said, as he started the intro, so I was uh, dragging here a little bit. Graduation Friday. Well, don't don't feel bad. I, I This is... uh. This is about 28 minutes earlier than what we're normally used to getting started. And, and as you can see, we're trying to work into this trend on Tuesday morning. So <laughs> it's well within the ish time frame. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think latitude there. Yeah, I think I think people are uh, have come to know us to be more on the uh, latter side of the ish and not the earlier side of ish. So, uh you know, a uh, bunch of people in early this morning. Lisa uh, Finley Hart in this morning. Good morning, Lisa. She was on TV this morning. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, uh, we've got a, a, a TV, local TV star. National TV star. National. Be a all over maybe the, international. Yeah, maybe be all, all over the news. JT, good morning to you. Tip Wagner, Lauren Wallace in. Gail Kurtz, Kimberly Dawn in this morning. Lisa Weaver, good morning, Lisa. Josh Pugh, good morning, Josh. Hot Rod, Rodney Williamson. Uh, what's going on this morning? Jennifer Parker, Aaron Brown, Susan Prime, Tracy Still. Good morning, OG. Uh, Rebecca Whitfield. Good morning. Uh, Rebecca's son Hayes had a winning frog in one of the frog races. Uh, I believe that was yesterday. How about that? Yeah, I, I, that was that was pretty good. Uh, I hope we got to take it home. I, I don't know what they did with those things. Sounds like that. supper to me. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I can tell you what what I wanted to I wanted to the one we had for Kinsley I wanted to doctor it up a little bit and Jessica and Kinsley were against putting cayenne pepper on the rear end of that thing I thought it might make it hop a little faster and a little farther or further I don't know what what's it doesn't matter um, Patrick Davenport good morning to you man Jerry Wilson good morning Jerry the dancer I tell you what I'm glad to have somebody in that can dance light on his feet there he can do it man Jerry can do it. Uh, Amy Carvalhan, good morning to you. Uh, Carmen Riles, sister, Whitney, what's going on? Congratulations to Coach Brent Boyd. He has uh, took over the helm uh, at the Daphne Trojans baseball yes, program. Daphne just got a lot better. Things up. Business? I need to take this. Yes, sir. Business is about to pick up at uh, in Daphne, Alabama, for sure. Uh, Holly Shirley, good morning to you. David Cole, good morning. Pam Driscoll, good morning. Timmy Wiggins, Ray Stewart, TJ Wood, Miss Janie Chamberlain, good morning to you. Ethan Thomas, Raj, what's going on, Raj? 
JT, the Blade, good morning to you. Michelle Lucas, Danny Mac Brooks, what's going on? Barbara Burnham? Uh, so, okay. Well, I've been completely, DJ had to run, so he'll be back. The Lindsey Lynn, we got some, come on in, yes. Oh, no, you put it right there. Yeah, we're good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see here. John Commander, what's going on, Miss uh, Carol? Mother-in-law, good morning, Miss Carol. Uh, good gracious. Danny Smith, what's going on, Danny? Lawana Madison, Doug O'Barr, morning neighbor, Keith Cooper. Keith, glad to see everything's been going uh, good for you. And keeping uh, I watch on that on Facebook with you. Donna Davis, good morning to you. MC, Mary Chandler. Good morning, Denise Finley. Lori Woodard, good morning to you. Sarah Williamson, good morning. Mallory Egerton. Kevin Ladnier, Ladnier. What's up, Kevin? Alicia Nelson, Naomi Lindsay, Deborah Hathorne, David Midas. Good morning, David. Freddie, big Fred. What's going on, Freddie Whitfield? Ricky Hart, good morning to you, Ricky. Lee Nager, good morning, Lee. And Marianne Swain, good morning, everyone. And, uh, yeah, hey, I'm glad to hear that, Jerry, because we need somebody that can dance. And obviously, you're doing a pretty good job for the videos that I got to see. You're doing a pretty good job of that. So, uh, I, I've been, uh, I was, I was impressed with, uh, with your dance moves, your, your skills. And, uh, yeah, it has been, Freddie. I hadn't seen you in a while, man. Hope everything's going good down there. Uh, and congratulations. That's right, Donna Davis. Congratulations to our mother seniors class of 2018. Tonight it is. They graduate. And uh, I don't have a clue where DJ got up and went to. Not that, I mean, I'm, I'm keeping tabs on him, but he got up and left. And I mean, like, went and got in his car and left. So I'm not real sure what's going on there, but that's okay, too. Uh, JP, the coach, what's going on? Good morning to you. Uh, so, Anyhow, a couple of uh, things going on. Well, one, I, I, since it is new, uh, Bruton's got a monthly horse show. Uh, it's going to be happening at O'Bannon Park at the new arena. Uh, down, well, everybody knows where O'Bannon is, hopefully. Uh, June 2nd, and uh, they're going to have them monthly from here on out. So, uh yeah, he went on a donut run. That that may be exactly what he went to do. I know he got a phone call and got up and maybe he was told the hot now sign was uh blinking somewhere. I'm not sure. Hey, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that, uh, Jerry Wilson. Doing it for the kids, that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. He's running the mud run course again. <laughs> uh David, I don't know how much running he did of it. I know he now listen, I give him all the credit for getting through it, okay? I will do that. I give him all the credit for that, but I'm not sure how much running was involved, actually. Uh, yeah, pizza is not open yet. Uh, well, I, I, I didn't. He went in that direction, but I don't know that he went across the road up the hill, Danny. So uh, not sure on that. Taylor Zimmerman, good morning to you. Wheeze, good morning. Dan Thomas, we got to get you in here next week, Dan. We want to hear that story. We want to hear a bunch of stories. Dan can come in and tell a lot of great stories. Uh Tara Tanner in, Mike Cantrell. Mike, what's happening down on the coast this morning? And uh, hopefully uh, everybody, and I don't know, I'm trying to tell you what. I wonder what the, uh, well, we'll do that when he gets back. I was going to say, I, 
anybody got a weather report of what's the if the weather's changed or we still expecting a bunch of rain over the weekend or just what's going on because i'm not real sure having uh I, I didn't get to check this morning do have a few birthdays uh want to talk about jeff evans good morning to you willie blue Reverend willie blue good morning to you uh yeah i'll send the drone up send it after i again i don't know where he went so i, I don't have a clue Teresa harper good morning and uh but anyway got a couple of birthdays today as well uh kim Britton, uh of course is uh you know we 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 talk a lot about hunter and uh on, on this show and of course uh coach cotton and kim happy birthday to you and uh, also Teresa swilly of course Teresa's office manager over at peach forward and we want to wish both of you a happy birthday today uh good morning reed joiner hadn't seen you in a while mother good morning to you and uh i'm still i didn't start the show by myself but in the midst of it dj had to get up and run out and again maybe we need to put a where's dj hashtag out that's a good one to put out hashtag where is dj uh i you know i'm telling you i i don't uh I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, he's he he. Somebody called him and told him where the egg was. That's it, Danny. <laughs> That's good. That is uh that is good. Uh, yeah. I, I I listen. I don't know if it was rigged or not, Jerry, but I will agree with you. That was a uh, it was a tough. Uh, that was a tough course, though, from all. Uh, from all uh accounts. That was a rough course for people that uh, ran it and people that are used to running those types of things said that they were uh, tough, that, that that was a tough, tough course. So, uh, hey, <clears throat> you know, yeah, where's DJ, not where's Waldo? That's right. I, and I don't know where he went. I really, I don't. I mean, this is, I, I wish I could tell you it was some, you know, gag plan we had or whatever, but I it it's just not, so... Mitch Red Ash, good morning to you. Chevy Ann, good morning, Chevy Ann. Uh, Sheila Drennan, good morning to you. And uh, yeah, maybe he heard there's a run on Walmart or, or the grocery store. He went to buy water and browse a good one, David. I like that. The Kai's kidnapped his lunch. Well, they, that might have happened too. Uh, he may have just, like I said, uh, somebody said in there, he may have jumped up because somebody called and told him where that egg was at. You know how that goes. Uh, things on that that front just kind of keep changing daily. So that's another thing. You know, we talked a little bit about that yesterday, but y'all need to stay tuned uh, and keep keep your ears open and your eyes open because there's a lot of things going on around that and a lot of good things to come. Uh, good morning, Aunt Doris James and Sherry Weaver. Oh, gee, what's going on, Sherry? I love the picture. <clears throat> excuse me, that you put up yesterday. <laughs> of the uh, horse and buggy going down Belleville Avenue. And I agree with you. Uh, if if they can go down Belleville Avenue, then why can't I drive a golf cart down Belleville? I think that's a fair trade-off. Now, maybe that buggy had a tag on it. I'm not real sure. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah, last call for donuts. That's right, Darren. <laughs> I mean, oh, uh, uh I don't know. I can't tell you. Courtney Black, good morning to you. 
uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know what happened. It's very rare that he just takes a phone call. Well, I don't know if he's ever took a phone call during the show. And it's even more rare when he, uh, like, jumps up and leaves. So I'm not real sure, you know, what happened. They're opening the, you heard they were opening the floodgates at Gantt. Well, uh, hmm. Yeah, I, I think DJ's drove. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's drove it down Belleville. Here, here he is coming back. I don't know if he's drove it down Belleville. Uh, maybe he has, but maybe I, I don't know if he hadn't drove it more down the. Uh, well, I don't know if he can drive it down the sidewalk either. So maybe he has drove it down Belleville. I know he. Well, yeah, he has because he's at the porch fest in it. So yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, maybe the horse was registered. That's right. Good morning, Tracy Miller. Uh, good morning to you. I. I I told everybody, DJ, I didn't, I didn't know what happened or where you went or there's a lot of, of, uh, good, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good, I guess, guesses of hot now donuts here and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know. Still ain't got a story on what happened that. Uh, yeah, I think, no, I don't think, I think we're good here. Uh, I've never seen water get up to the Ford store. I've seen it get up you know, past Arby's, but I hate DJ. Will you shut that, those doors, you know, how loud they'll they'll get. I've seen it get up past Arby's, uh, but never up to the Ford store. So I don't think we're in a flood zone. I think we're we're pretty good. Uh, uh, Margaret Cotton. Good morning to you. T-Bone. Good morning. Uh, let's see here. Manasco. Good morning, chef Adam and, uh, butcher. Good morning to you. And yes, thank God it's Friday. That's right, Tracy. Uh, that's from the bakery, the new bakery. Yeah, Amando Gwen. Amando Gwen. Thank you, Amanda, for the sweet treats this morning. And I think that is, uh, if I'm not badly mistaken, is it walnuts? Yes. 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 Walnut brownies. I don't know how much better that can Come on now a little bit. There you go. I don't know how much better that can get. So, a lot of guesses on here as to where you went, what was going on. There was a, somebody said that you got a call about hot now and all this kind of stuff with donuts and this kind of deal. And I told him, no, I've never seen you very much get up and take a phone call during a show, much less get up and leave during one. So I didn't know if somebody had a, uh, uh, something, I didn't know, maybe some food got delivered to the Ford store that you were going over to get. I'm very fragile emotionally. Sure. Graduation tonight. Been doing a lot of family activities the last several days, and it's just uh, the full range of emotions running through your body. And I got a phone call from my niece. I didn't take it. Got a phone call from Andrew Williamson. Didn't take it. Andrew called directly back, and I said, well, something's going on. You've taken all the mass. You've taken all the Englishes. You've done everything academically to graduate. Yeah. All you have to do is show up for practice this morning and you get your diploma. Sure. If you don't show up for practice, you don't participate in the exercises, the, the commencement tonight. Correct. Now you still get your diploma. You just don't participate. That's right. I had to go make sure that one showed up. Oh, oh. I had to be there at eight. I get the phone call at eight 15 that there's a problem. Oh, I got you. Well, so anyway, you know, let's be honest. Uh, ain't nothing that we all 
I hadn't probably. I know that's a one-time affair, a oh, one-time yeah. thing that's that, never that happened. You know, only happens, but we all used to go hide behind the old Winn-Dixie. I'll say the old Winn-Dixie. What do they call it now? Uh, I guess it's tractor. So I know Marvin's. Yeah, you know, we'd go around. Wasn't that Winn-Dixie or was that Cape? That was uh, Kmart and Winn-Dixie. Yeah. You said you go there yeah. behind Winn-Dixie. These are delicious, by the way. Yeah, they they look like they are. Uh, I I will. Bryce Egerton, good morning. Kathy Mack, good morning to you. Sandra Robertson, Christina Jones, good morning. Uh, (laughs) You know, and I I tell you, look at that, JT. I I I, listen. I am a lot to you. I see. I see where you said something was wrong, but I didn't think anything was wrong. I just thought maybe. something might be going on over across the street or something i didn't i did, did not know happy friday that's right kathy uh so anyhow well did did prices averted yeah well that yeah and hey that that's that's all that matter so uh a lot means about once every six weeks well yeah i guess you're right uh tractor supplies where when dicks used to be that's what i thought I remember they cleared that out when they put Marvin's or something in there or, or whatever they Kmart, I guess, is when they come in there and built all that. But uh Daniel Vigilante says he has a friend that wants our hand. That one right there? Yeah, we had to steal that one, Daniel. <laughs> we don't own it. <laughs> I I hate to tell you, but uh, that's probably not gonna happen, seeing that we uh we had to kinda get uh crazy not crazy we had to tell somebody if they didn't like it to just go get another one and send us the bill that's what we told them that's exactly right I mean, you know, so uh i'm glad t-bones in i want to I, d- I did want to talk a little bit about a couple of videos that were posted last night by the way you can take them down if you want to but they've already been copied so uh but uh yes raj how about t-bone and mitt up on stage together uh, good stuff doing Elvis Presley and uh, the promised land good stuff that was good and what was so good to me was Mitt stands exactly the same way Tony does I mean yeah. it was a mini version of T-Bone standing there next to him that uh no I know I I, I know I, I I figured it was David but you hear that all the time around town. Oh, they're going to open the gates at Gantt and it's fixing to flood everything. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we hear that. I, I'm with you. But uh, good morning, Ryan McGraw. Uh, you know, but yeah, I I thought that was, uh, it was good. And I thought Mitt was good, but it, you know, it was just Mitt by himself. Then I look up and there's Tony up there with him. Where were they? I don't know. I, 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 out where they I couldn't either. It, 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 uh, good morning, Kay Luttrell. I, I don't know, but it, it was, uh, a very nice stage, I can tell you that. And it looked like when Tony panned around one time with the camera that it was uh it looked like it was a pretty good uh pretty good either an auditorium or, or some type of theater that they were in. But I can tell you one thing. It was uh you know, that was that was that was something to see that with with, with Tony up there seeing and I I'll tell you this, I know I knew Tony could uh maybe rap a little bit or had a a, a a fledgling uh, rapping career back in the high school air days, but I did not know that he could actually hold a tune as well as he could. He can certainly sing better than he can run. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> I tell you this. That's what I didn't understand. All the scrapes were on his knees and his hands. He, yeah, he, he didn't roll up like a bale of hay, did he? Mm-mm. He was scuffed he, up last night. He, yeah, he, he was. Look bad. He's still kind of uh, nursing those wounds. <laughs> Ashley Burkett, uh, good morning to you. Jake Hodge, good morning. Uh, Diane Ward, good morning to you. Uh, there's a whole box of uh, brownies in that. Uh, they're full. I'm just telling you, I, I'm just juiced up right now. My, I'm just. Is there anything more than Pepsi around here? Uh, I reckon Greer left anything. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I bet if stop. we open enough doors, there I, might be oh. something left stuck in here. Uh, that's not the way I needed to start my day. Is is, is this is this our is this that's coach? Yep, good deal. That's the coach. Good deal. That'll call you out. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe uh maybe that'll maybe that'll help help out a little bit. I was gonna say next crackhead that passes by, we could stop them and ask them if they have a joint or yeah, something. <laughs> Some uh, I don't think you need no crack. Uh, if, if you was to get something like that, I'm not I'm not real sure where that would go. So uh, Husky Fast is now in the house. Yes, it is. Coach Swag, come on in here, Coach. Yes, it is. So, coach Juan Johnson. What's up, man? Good to see you. What's up, Coach? You doing all right, man? Come on and have a seat. Yeah, no, this thing's kind of directional, so you got to kind of eat it. I mean, really, like literally, you got to eat that mic for them to hear you. So, but uh, what's going on, Coach? I'm glad, I'm glad, glad to be home. Glad to be home. Graduations tonight. Yeah, so you in town for grad? Back home for graduation? Definitely, definitely. My last group. <laughs> That's it. This this will be it. The last group that I actually taught tenth grade two years ago. Wow. Well, I tell you what, it, it time just gets faster as you get older, doesn't it? Oh, ain't no doubt. I just finished year 11 in education. That, that, that would tell you. You've been teaching 11 years? 11 years. Golly, man. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'm going to tell you, that that uh, that makes me feel that much older. Uh, DJ should feel really old. I know. I mean. <laughs> Easy, coach. I mean. <laughs> I met DJ when I was 12 years old. That should tell you. Golly. We go way back. Wow. That is a, uh, that is a, let me, let me fix this camera right here where we can keep DJ in the, uh, in the, in the mix. Yeah, so. That's uh, that's crazy. Uh, Eleven years in in education. Let me ask you this: I've asked my wife this many times. How much change have you seen since eleven years ago to today in education? A lot of it really is more uh, just from the the top down. And uh, when I first got in education, you were dealing more with uh, teaching the test with graduation exams and that type of stuff. Where now. You have a little more freedom, but at the end of the day, you're just trying to educate a kid and try to do what's best for them. And so that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, one thing that she's told me is, you know, I say different, so to speak, than it was when she first got in. Of course, when you first got in, it was, you know, the the way that you have to go about certain things. And of course, the red tape and all this kind of thing that you, you know, a lot of people don't realize and of course, you being a coach, you know it more so than than most. But you know, people think, oh, teachers they get off the summer and they, you know, they get off this and they go home at night. Hey, they go home at night and do a lot more work. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, there's you know, no doubt. there's several teachers that spend more time with your child than they do with their own kids as far as just preparation aspect of it. Uh, when you deal with IEPs and 504s, and of course, that's legal terms uh, that you deal with and the protocol. And again, you call it the red tape. You know, you got legal names for it. Uh, you got to follow by by those things. Otherwise, your school system could be in uh, a little bit of red hair. <laughs> so, graduation day, DJ, of course, is, is uh, you know, he's been gearing up for this 
day, all week. This ain't going <laughs> to shock you. You know what I just had to go do? I had to leave the show. We're on air. We're live. <laughs> and I get a phone call that there's one student not at graduation practice. And if he's not there, he doesn't get he, his tickets. He's not, no, he gets it. No, he's not going to be allowed to participate in the ceremony tonight. Really? They've yeah. gone that far now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. All you gotta do, but he's passed all the classes. All you got to do is be at the practice. Winning. And I hate to sound like Alan Iverson. The practice. I mean, you just got to be at the practice, man. Get up and go to the practice. That's hey, uh, boy, I, so I had to run hey, up there. He looked up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about being sorry. Get up and go to the Jupiter College, man. It's Stokes, man. So, yeah, you literally had to go to the house. Yeah, I went to the house. Oh, I thought you went across the road. No. I had no clue. Okay. No. Oh. So, you had to go I to the house. The hazard's on, and I'm going down 31 as fast as I can go. It's already wow. 15. Yeah. Wow. I jump in. I hit that door wide open. He jumps up. He was on the couch asleep. And I hit that door, jumped up, and he said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's not about being sorry, man. Get up and get dressed and go do what you got to do. <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you this. You need to try one of those brownies over there that Amanda Gwen brought into us. Good, man. man. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you, and I got to say this about Coach. Now, this is one of the best coaches in the state of Alabama, period. I'm oh, telling you, I, he, he invests in the I kids. I have no here. doubt. His greatest accomplishment, you've heard people talking about out kicking their coverage when they find that significant other. He did it. I've never seen somebody outkick the coverage as much as Coach Johnson has. His wife, Tiffany, I'm telling you something. If if you were ever given the opportunity for a redo, you better say, heck, no. No, (laughs) Time out. No way that happens. How he landed Tiffany is unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. Obviously, he's got some game. I wish it ain't no basketball game. She she never saw him shoot a basketball. I can promise you this before she said yes. I mean, obviously, obviously it's about the game. Tell tell it like it is, Ron. I want you to to say this. I want you to be honest. And the whole world is watching this. The last time that you and I played one-on-one basketball game, who won? No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. No comment. Fair enough. It's better not to comment. I mean, you know. So, uh, Talk a little bit about the upcoming summer program workouts and, and football season. And, oh, man, you know, we, we are we're blowing and going this summer. We're going to be, of course, all over the Southeast playing. Um, of course, we, we actually are going to get the kids two weeks off, which is kind of great. We want to start back June 11th. Uh, but we'll get going. We'll go to Auburn 7-on-7. Uh, seven seven. We'll go to Alabama 7-on-7. Seven seven. Uh, well, then, actually, we're going to take them to the beach for four days to Foley. It's changed a lot. Football's changed <laughs> wow. a lot. And then wow. We're, and we're going to finish up there in Nashville there in late July, and then we'll get ready to kick off the season. Of course, most people know. I'll tell Bruden, of course, I know. Uh, we're going to play on ESPN that opening weekend. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> on, August, on August 25th. Of course, most people know about our quarterback and all of We got three Alabama signees. We got another Auburn commit. We got an Arkansas commit. And all these guys are on offense. So, you know, I love it. You know, you having a big time with that. Oh yeah, we, I mean they're great kids. At the end of the day, man, kids want to be coached. They want they want to be made better. And uh, a lot of what we're doing at here at Trust Hills allow, allowing for them to kind of see their dreams. At the end of the day, it's about them and, and, and the courage in which they're kind of putting forth. And uh, it's no different than any other place. T.R. Miller and other places, the kids want to be successful. And of course, we're just trying to put them in that position. All right. Well, three Alabama commits, an Auburn commit, an Arkansas commit. So you're guaranteeing you're going to beat Hoover this year. That's always the big monster, man. I tell anybody, uh, you're you're dealing at the end of the day. I can say it's all about Hoover in this state. It goes through Hoover. It goes through Hoover. I mean, they they still have they got seven or eight 
Division one commits also. They do a, they do an outstanding job. Uh, Coach Josh Niblett there, uh, coaching those kids up. A lot of his coaches actually left, though. They uh, they took head jobs. Uh, of course, one of my good buddies there was a wide receiver coach with us. He went to go to be the uh, OC at uh, Gardendale. Uh, Miners new coaches, a Hoover guy. And I think one of the school, I can't think off the top of my head, but they everybody kind of rated the Hoover staff this year. Well, how is uh, recruiting, I mean, community relations gone for Hewitt Trustful? This they're, year, the spring, they're going really, really well. Uh, Trustville is one of those communities that probably twenty years ago was small town, had that small town feel like Bruton. They're trying to keep the small town feel, but it's like busting at the seams. You basically, if you wanted to sell your house in, in Trustville, you don't even have to really put it on the market. You can just say, "I want to sell it," and it'll be sold in two days. Wow, wow, outstanding! Uh, school system there to be a part of, and of course, all the amenities that go along with it. Y'all had to be. Didn't y'all have a recent renovation on your football stadium? Yeah, they spent about $21 million. $21 million. <laughs> Did you see the pictures, what they did at Andalusia? Have you seen those I pictures? I love Andalusia Stadium. Man, that looks good, doesn't I, it? I, th- I think it'll, it'll wake some of us up around here. Yeah, it looks I, good. I'll just call it how I see it. I mean, if we, if we, people, if you're investing in your community and investing in your kids, man, it'll be, you'll be amazed. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I don't know what the final price tag was on that, but it had to be substantial. Oh, yeah. Hey, they did hey, right. Ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. And Lugia, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. He's he spit strong. Trent Taylor. Yeah, Trent, Trent Taylor. Taylor does an outstanding job, man. I, I love Coach Taylor. He actually, uh, he offered me a job. Is that right? <laughs> when I was getting ready to leave Miller. Uh, but at the time, when me and my wife, of course, we were looking to kind of get to the city area. How's Emma Grace doing? Emma Grace is doing awesome. She turned three. We celebrated her birthday here about two weeks ago. Uh, back here home in Evergreen, uh, she's enjoying Birmingham. Uh, she had a three-month checkup, but she she kind of wooed the uh, the doctor's office over. She wore Doc McStuffin outfit and refused to take it off. <laughs> so, so they hey, <laughs> my daughter loved Doc McStuffins. I mean, uh, you know those uh, those Disney shows that come around, like they they'll have them at the uh, Civic Center and you know stuff like. We we took her down and watched one of those, and it was uh, you know, Doc McStuffins was part of it. And of course, she come out there and had this car, you know, running around on stage with us. I'm gonna tell you something. I didn't think we were ever gonna get Kinsley to take that uh, that coat, you know, the little lab oh, yeah. coat. I didn't think we were gonna get her to take it off. I mean, and she got you know after it was over, she got some stuff signed by her and all this kind of stuff. So I didn't think she was ever gonna take it off. Oh yeah, we wear the, we wear the coat everywhere, grocery store. <laughs> Shopping, you name it. The coat has to be worn, and sometimes the stethoscope also. We have a lot of Alabama fans as part of our, our Facebook family here, and your quarterback is committed to Alabama. Is that correct? Our quarterback is committed. I actually offered it. I'm going to make sure everybody hears this because DJ is an Auburn fan. I offered for DJ to have three Alabama commits on your show here at drive time. We're going to this summer. <laughs> We're going to. We're going we're, we're to we're get them on. But tell the Alabama fans what they can expect uh, in terms of the quarterback that the University of Alabama is going to be getting here in a couple of years. You're getting a big time on. Uh, of course, most people know Paul Tyson. He's the great-grandson of uh, Paul Bear Bryant. But if you take off the name, take off everything off this kid, he is still one of the top five quarterbacks in the nation. In the uh, nation. In the nation. Big time on me, 6'5". He's 220 pounds. Uh, he, he just got it going for him, man. He, he delivers. He leads. The, uh, everybody kind of wants to follow, and you're looking for someone as a leader. Of course, you, when you're pulling the trigger in our offense, you need somebody that everybody's going to follow and they're going to believe in. That hopefully, we're going to get behind and win. And uh, he's done that this past year for us, and uh, we look forward to see what he can do this year for us. We also have the uh, offensive tackle in our uh, Pierce Quick. He's probably Alabama's best recruiter. So if you go kind of read all the articles about AO.com, and you're talking about a guy that kind of he spends his time recruiting other kids, trying to get them to come to Alabama. 
He, the other day, he, actually, he's in my second period class, and he, he, he came over to my desk and said, hey, Coach, I need to walk outside. And I said, why do you need to walk outside, Pierce? He said, Coach, I got to call one of our uh, recruits' mother. It's her birthday. Wow. So when I say he's investing, he's investing in everybody's whole family, trying to get everybody bought into why you need to come to Alabama. And I guess when they, when they say it's built by Alabama, I have to get saving this. He's doing an outstanding job, man. Is the quick kid, is he a guy that like could go in and, and challenge for playing time immediately, or is he a developmental guy? He's definitely an immediate guy. He's, uh, he's 6'6". I mean, he's 6'6", 290. Uh, very athletic. Um, if I showed you a picture of him in ninth grade, him and Stokes probably looked alike. In ninth really? Grade. So he hit a He hit a major growth spurt yeah. between ninth and 10th grade, and he, he kept his athletic ability. That was the kind of the key. I mean, he was a left-handed baseball pitcher. Everybody thought he was going to. You know, our, our uh, Hugh Trussell baseball team played for the state title here this past year. Uh, of course, they won it two years ago. We have an outstanding baseball program with uh, Jeff Malden. But everybody kind of thought, uh, hey, Shonda. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> but, yeah. uh, he, do, he he does an outstanding job, man. He just kind of got in the weight room. We put a lot of, I want to say put a lot of mass on him. He, he kind of hit it himself, man. A lot of times when you get the number of schools coming through that we have coming through, man, it's it's pretty incredible to kind of see how kids kids will transform. We had a kid named Eric Taylor. Eric Taylor, um, in a way, he'll probably end up at Bama, uh, Auburn offering. He had, he got seven Division One offers from the SEC. In what positions he played? In twenty four hours, he plays D tackle. And in twenty four hours, twenty four hours, it was a domino effect. It was a domino effect. Wow. Eric Taylor, remember, remember that name, Eric Taylor. He he is. He, I actually coached him in ninth grade in ninth grade basketball, also. And Eric was one of those kids that was kind of trying to find himself. Really didn't quite fit in here and there. But Eric Taylor, six six, he's three fifteen, and he has that he has that athletic ability like a post player in the NBA ability to run and get down and get down the line and make tackles and he had an outstanding spring game and man the first school to actually jump on him before the spring game started was Oregon uh and when Oregon jumped on I think the SEC's kind of took a look and then he just kind of went from there man he blew up and of course we got Desalen Worsham out at receiver he's another Alabama commit uh he's gonna do an outstanding job he when he committed, he texted me. He said, "I'm going to replace Henry Ruggs when he goes to the NFL." Well, that's great, and I, I'm, I'm so excited that Alabama's having so much success at Hewitt Trustful. What do I got to do? Who do I need to talk to to try to get Auburn involved at Trustful? I mean, what's crazy is the fact that uh, Gus Malzahn and my head coach, my head coach, played for Gus, and we have like open access at Auburn. We have one kid down there, Noah Igmanogany. He, of course, he's a starting cornerback down there now. He came out as a receiver. I mean, they do a good job recruiting, but. Uh, it's tough when kids are recruiting kids, man. I'm telling you, Pierce Quick, he is the best Alabama recruit. He's better than Nick Saban right now to me. What kind of cars you drive? F-150. Okay. <laughs> brand new? Yeah, it's brand new. Wow. Him and the uh, quarter, him and, Paul, him and Paul Tyson's trucks are pretty. Uh, he's driving a brand new F-150. And what grade's he in? He's about to be a senior. I'm <laughs> About to be a senior. Wow. I checked one in yesterday. They don't give them away. That stuff doesn't happen, does it? <laughs> Evidently. They're over going, and over, about 30 times a year. They're yeah. both going to the Nike opening, though, so you can look at them here around 4th of July. You get a chance to see. Yeah. I know the 7-on-7, seven seven, we, we call it fake football. Of course, people think we love 7-on-7 seven seven at Hewitt. We just kind of do it because the national scene kind of demands that we do it as far as recruiting, but we love real football. Let's talk about your uh, teaching, coaching career. 
when you came out of college, you, of course, were a uh, football, baseball player at Tuskegee. Yeah. You came out, your first job was at Op High School with uh, Jack Wiggum, who had been here and was a, a coach of yours. And you spent how many years at Op? I spent three years at Op. Uh, I'm forever indebted to kind of Jack Wiggum to, to, to a way of the, to kind of say it. Me and Jack Wiggum probably had a few conversations in high school. Not really. We had a pretty decent relationship. But I wouldn't say to the aspect that, hey, he's going to call me when I'm getting ready to graduate from college and offer me a job. But uh, I always remember Coach Wiggum. I dropped a pass my uh, senior year. Uh, I think we were playing Atmore. And Coach Coach Hart ripped me. You know, he just did the typical Coach Hart, which <laughs> I expected. But, you know, it's kind of is what it is. But the only coach that walked down there and spoke to me after I dropped that pass was Jack Wiggum. Is that right? That's the only one. And, and I, got, I always remember that. Now back in your playing days, y'all were the 2002 state champs. You were a junior on that team. Yes, 2000. 2000, 2000 I'm sorry, 2000. And that's when we beat a Fayette. B. Fed County, County, Spencer Pennington, yeah, you know, and yeah. that whole crew Thursday night. That was that was kind of fun. Thank God we had Dominique and Quentin Galloway up there that night. I, I'm glad they were on our team also. <laughs> <laughs> they glad. did a number, oh, man. which all of y'all did. Did number okay? So after Op, you went to Stanhope Elmore. After Op, I went to Stanhope, and Stanhope was kind of pretty special. Uh, the head basketball coach actually left uh, a week before school started, and the football coach I was there to be his defense coordinator. He asked me, I want to be the head basketball coach. And I'm 25, 24, 25 years old, and I'm now the head basketball coach at a 6A basketball program, and I'm the defensive coordinator. We made, Of course, I go back to the op years. We, we, Jack did an outstanding job there, Coach Wiggum, uh, and kind of building that place up. And, of course, they kind of took off a couple of years after we kind of left there, but they were 1-9 when I got there. And I remember the first day at the practice, and I looked at Coach Wiggum, and I said, we're going to get the crap beat out of us. <laughs> uh, I was like, there's no way possible. We had an outstanding time there. Now we had three winning seasons to make the playoffs three straight years. Uh, won the region championship. And then, of course, we go on um, to Stanhope there. And um, we have an outstanding time there at Stanhope. Um, we go 10-3, and three, which is the deepest run they'd ever made in Class 6A. Y'all shocked the world, too. Yeah, we did shock the world. I was at the, the Chevron station here in Bruton that night when you <laughs> called after the game. And y'all had popped Prattville. Because they were the Giants at the they were time. The Gi- they were the number two team in the country. Yeah. And y'all shocked the world. <laughs> we shocked the world. We beat them 35-34 that night. And then uh, what was crazy, and of course, I, me and Coach Riggs kind of know the story. The night after we got beat to uh, Davidson down there in the third round, Coach, Coach, I mean, Coach Riggs called me. And, you know, he just said he congratulated me on a great season. Blah, blah, blah. And he asked me, he said, hey, would you be interested in coming home? And, of course, at the time, he, he kind of said, you know, think about it a few days. And I'm like, I don't really need to think about it. But, <laughs> you know, but at the time, I, I kind of waited to that Monday. I called him back. I said, I'm in. You know, what, what do we need to do to kind of get the ball rolling? And, of course, I came home. I was here for five years. Uh, we did an outstanding job, I think, with uh, just building up community relations. Um, of course, being from here, of course, most people know I grew up in the trailer park in West End area. Definitely proud of that. Um, TP. All day, kind of twice on Sunday. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, you know, we kind of, we did an outstanding job. And then, of course, I got the opportunity to uh, go on to Hewitt Trustville, which is one of the top 25 programs in the nation right now. Uh, they have over 30 players uh, playing in the collegiate level Division One right now in the last four years. So, When you went, T.R. Miller is currently 3A, but we're, we have, in years past, been between 3A and 4A. Talk about the difference between a 3A and 4A roster and a 7A roster in numbers and size and athleticism across the board. Oh, it's just, it's totally different worlds. Uh, when you think about the aspect of a kid playing one side of the ball, there's a difference in 6A and 7A. People don't believe that. There, like, there is a total difference in a 6A roster and a 7A roster. 
Uh, of course, we have about 1,800 kids. Hoover has 1,000 students more than we do. 1,000 students more than y'all? 1,000 students. Y'all have, 18, y'all have 1,800 students? Yes, we have 18. I didn't know that. Yeah, they have 1,000 students more than we do. and, and That's we're, a lot of Jimmy's and Joe's to choose from. Oh, there ain't no doubt. They're, they're, uh, Bob Jones High School and Davidson High School are by far bigger than everybody. We're the 28th ranked uh, 7A school, so we're at the bottom of 7A. And we had, I think, uh, we went to our athletic department meeting. We had, uh, we had eight, not, uh, we had out of our twenty-three teams there here at Trustville, we had sixteen finishing the top eight. How, how, how many, how many kids in in uh, Hewitt Trustville? There's eighteen hundred, and so there's almost three thousand students at Hoover. Almost three thousand. Golly, man. <laughs> That is just, I mean, that is if a, so crazy. Upper tier 7A team, y'all certainly being one of those, if y'all played a 3A team, the 3A team physically wouldn't survive the ball game, would they? Probably not. I mean, your line, you're 280 across the line every year? Uh, Somewhere between 260 to 280. It just kind of depends. Wow. Year in and year out. You, you're going to have big-time defense, the, the defensive line. The only thing people, when I, and I talk about all of our Division one players, but everybody has D1 players. That's yeah. Funny, you know? You're going up against a guy, and it's kind of a, it's kind of one of those. That's an eye test. Just because a kid's going to Troy doesn't mean he's not as good as a kid going to Batman High School. I mean, sure. it's all about want to. How many kids will y'all dress out on a Friday night? We will dress one ten this year, and that's just uh-huh. ten through twelve. And we have another forty five so ninth grade ninth grade. So obviously, y'all are using duplicate numbers on some of these guys. Yeah, some of them have duplicate numbers. Wow. I mean, that, that, that is just that. I, I'm not gonna lie. That reminds me of the year that. Uh, the first year ever that Miller played pace. Yeah. And we went down mm-hmm. there. Dad Busby was yep. the, uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you about it. was the second year ever played pace. And we went down there and played them. Dad Busby was a quarterback and they started coming on the field. And I remember looking at somebody and said, who put this college on, <laughs> on the schedule? I mean, yeah. I, they did. I didn't think they were going to stop coming out of the locker room, man. I mean, they just kept coming and coming and coming. I mean, coach from time to time on Fridays, send me a picture of them a, a picture of the team and the the program rolling out they don't ride on the cheeses on the cheese wagons i bet oh no 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 no, no. they doing it they oh yeah they doing the charter they thing. go about seven deep yeah well uh, they'd have to i, I think I, I can't think of the name of the charter company but they made a lot of money off your trust for the last two years do y'all do, do, ain't no bus three and five i, I was gonna ask I was, I was gonna say do, do y'all have a, a semi-trailer that, that travels with y'all carrying all y'all's we're equipment? actually getting one this year we've been we had the two big uh Kind of trailers, cargo that, trailers that, that, were, that were wrapped, but we're getting a eighteen wheeler this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's just insane. Like, what? How, how do you explain to a stadium? Hey, listen, we need you to open the gates. We've got to roll a big rig in here. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, you, you probably got some hands out there to help you get uh, get stuff off of that and bring it on inside. There's a lot of hands on deck there at Trustful. Uh, you have what's called the uh, Trustful Athletic Foundation. They have what's called an athletic foundation and an education foundation that's separate from the school board that kind of raises money for the school system. And it can, it kind of is, you know, it's a fundraiser type deal. And I mean, they... Now, is that separate from the athletic club or the quarterback club? That's separate from the quarterback club. They so, kind of do their I own. They, I mean, they're, ba- they're, they're kind of like, uh, what would you call it, Auburn? The, uh, the boosters? Kind of like the extra boosters, yeah, yeah. The extra boosters. They they do. They're the ones that kind of they kind of fit that ticket for us. Yeah, uh, hundred and ten. Y'all, y'all travel that many also on away games. Y'all take hundred and ten. We'll take like we're going to uh, Georgia week two after we play on ESPN. We're going to play with a school called West Forsyth. We're going. Uh, we're going Thursday morning there. We're going to visit the College Hall of Fame. Take them over there. We're going to practice at Lasseter High School there. And I think the bill. I think when I looked at it the other day, it was like seventy thousand. 
Wow. Now, what, y'all are playing week one on ESPN. Who are y'all playing? We are playing Cedar Grove. Cedar Grove has out of Georgia. A, out of Georgia. They have the number two rated receiver in the nation. They have like the number five pro style quarterback behind Paul Tyson. What's they, the date on that game? Uh, I think August 25th, if I'm not mistaken. We're going to play at 130. We're actually playing in the Hoover Met. We're not playing at home. So I think if, you, if, if you're not doing anything on August 25th, if you want to see some great high school football, you're going, you're going to have Hoover versus Pinson. You'll have Bo Nix. Yeah. The Auburn, the Auburn commit. Bo Nix is one. He's a great quarterback. Uh, we have three, obviously we have three of the top quarterbacks in the nation there in Birmingham and Tua and of course uh, Bo Nix and Paul Tyson. But you'll have and then you also have the kid uh, there at Hoover. I can't think of his name, Robbie. What's Robbie's last name? But he's the quarterback at Hoover. So you'll have four Division One quarterbacks playing on one side. Wow. T Bone T Bone said, obviously y'all don't let Sean drive the bus. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Man, I, I that's a name I ain't heard in a long time right this, there, man. If you were on the bus and Sean was driving it, it didn't matter where you were going, you were going through Pea Ridge. I, I'm telling you. He'd take a dirt road, and an hour later, you'd end up at UMS, man. and you might end up at East Bruton. I, I mean, Every trip went through Pea Ridge. It was amazing. Man, Sean, I hadn't heard that in a, in a while. That's uh, that's good. That's good, T-Bone. That was, uh, David Maddox said it best. You, you know you got a serious program. When you have to have a bill of laden to get into a stadium, <laughs> gotta walk up there and yeah. say, "Listen, yeah. this is what we're bringing in." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, you need to uh, when, we, when it gets a little closer, uh, you need to hook us up with an interview with you and your head coach, so we can promo the game on BMP Sports. Oh yeah, he'd love to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell you this. But when I went there, there's a couple. Like he he was big time out there in Arkansas at Shallow Christian. But there are a couple programs here in Alabama that he knew about, and he knew about Terrell High School in Bruton, Alabama. Is that right? He he, he kind of followed the, the the course, and of course, he got started a little bit earlier than me, a little bit older, not that much older than me, like thirty nine, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But he is a big follower of Alabama high school football, and that's kind of what kind of attracted him here and kind of competing. Of course, Gus being there at Auburn and him being his high school coach kind of helped. But he is he was a big time follower of high school football, and he kind of he he. He wants to actually come see a game, but he's like, man, you know, we don't ever have time. He actually, if we could, if we could ever work it out. He, he wants to see T.R. Miller High School play, because I, you know, I talk up T.R. Miller. I love T.R. Miller. At the end of the day, um, we we did an outstanding job, of course, over the years. You got you go back always to the '60s and '70s and '80s, and those guys and the legacy that was built. It wasn't built just on what was done in the early 2000s. Those guys are not to me. The guys in the '90s kind of set the platform of what T.R. Miller stood for. Uh, let me ask you this question real quick, since you kind of brought up the old school. Uh, we kind of got uh, bamboozled by some Cobra Kai's <laughs> last weekend. And I think that's a good word for it. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, the captain, which is Tanya Burnham, had... <laughs> Uh, what a lot considered to be one of the faster people, fastest people that came through T.R. Miller show up to run for him. DJ was unaware of just how fast JoJo Luttrell was. Did you, coach? Did you know how? Had you ever heard how fast JoJo? I had Luttrell never heard was? of how fast JoJo Luttrell was. So, so I, so it's a well kept secret. It, it, it must be. Yeah, but let me tell you this. And you watch the video. Did you ever go back and watch it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Did he? Yeah. He, yeah. The gun goes off. This man, forty-six year old man. Yeah. 40, I saw it. Forty-seven <laughs> yeah. in about forty-seven in about four days. Yeah. Okay. 
he took when the when the gun went off, he went over the first obstacle. He didn't even go. I mean, he just gone. And Rob, to Rob Axon's credit, he he he, he stood in running for DJ, and Rob's like, I mean, he took <laughs> off. But I mean, now Rob got him in the end because he adapted and overcome, and that's what he was supposed to do. But uh, no, I didn't know. Yeah. I, I I was amazed that DJ didn't know that. I know. Tony Burnham knew it. He knew it because he sent the man and, and on the police cruiser ride to the jail. He tells DJ, "What did he tell you, DJ?" He said, "By the way, uh, Butch is not my stand-in. Yeah, double cross me. Yeah, yeah. I got JoJo coming in. Yeah, and guess what? I was the man down there having to hear it from everybody because I would I didn't know what was going on. You know, people down there wanting to fight. Hey, you got to set you got to set the rules early. Yeah. Hey, you, you, you I was there to run. I'd already run one, one race, and I was ready for another one. But I want to. There's something else that I want to clear up. And of course, everybody who's from this area is well aware of West End community." certainly well aware of the Johnson family and the number of athletes they have put out that have come through the system. And there's always been that age old argument of who was the best. John Curtis, TJ, BJ, you, Dominique, Rocky boy, all of them. I feel like I'm as qualified as any of as anybody to set the record straight on who was the best. I played with all of them or watched them play or coached them. And without question, Adrian Johnson, the best athlete of all of them. You get Adrian, too much credit. Without a question. <laughs> without a question. My, Adrian. My wife loves one. her. Man, I would have said Rock. Adrian Johnson. I, was, I would say Rocky Boy Johnson. <laughs> Anthony Anthony Johnson goes by Rocky Boy. Well, Rocky Boy owes me $5. <laughs> so until we get that cleared up, I'm not going to. Uh, he put him uh, in yeah. the running. Yeah, because yeah, I went to watch him play in the final four in Birmingham against midfield, and he could have scored 100 points that night. If he'd have wanted to. They no doubt. Could have scored a hundred. They had nobody on the on the court that could check him. Scored the first five. Yeah, I know. It was very <laughs> easy. It was very, very easy. John Curtis was the best. Yeah. Uh, John Curtis was mm. There's only there's only three of us that have state championship rings, so you gotta start with us. Well, there's only one of y'all that got two. Well, that's, true. that's Dominique. Well, well, actually, Adrian has two. Oh yeah, Adrian. That's why I've had Adrian. Yeah, Adrian. Yeah, 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 that's right. Seventy two and oh. Adrian's number one. I'm gonna stay with Adrian. <laughs> But you're here, a trend What did you say? She's 72 and 0? Oh, hey, you know, the 95, Coach Jackson did a 95. I actually yeah. got to follow them. I remember in 93 or 94, I can't remember. We went up to Jacksonville. They got beat there. And then uh, I think the next year they got beat in Troy by the. That's when Clark County calls themselves the Bait. Yeah, yeah. Most people, if you're in late '80s, early '90s, you remember the Clark County Babes, you know. And then they like went on this incredible run. They did their junior and senior year. Of course, when you go back and look at it, I mean, you got basically seven college basketball players on a four team. Do you know? Uh, do you know where that winning streak stopped? Hillcrest Evergreen. And if they'd have won that game, it would have been the state record, I think. Yeah. And how many games did they win in a row? Seventy-two. And that had tied the record. It tied the record. All right. Of those 72 games, you know how many of those games I went to in person? Mm. None. Really? But guess what game I went to? <laughs> the the tiebreaker? I went to Hillcrest <laughs> to watch the record get broke. You did, I was there. You did the same thing with my brother this year. In Rock. That's at midfield. I had yeah. watched them all year. Drove to Birmingham with McGowan and Jack. Jack Hines and McGowan Miller went up there and cost them. I said, I'm going to quit going to these games. Hey, my brother came. They, he, he, he won't even... He won't very rarely even talk about that. I'm gonna game. tell you something. I don't know very rarely who we would have played in the finals. I don't know who that team was, how good they were. We were definitely better than midfield. The best team did not win that game that night. Coach Jackson told me out of his own mouth, this, this hadn't been a year, a year ago. 
He said if he if he'd have been the coach then that he is now, yeah, knowing what he knows now, he said they, that that game that would have been played a lot different. David Padge is asking about that 1997 Mariners Little League team. Hey. People don't know when they opened up that park. That's right. The Mariners, we went on an incredible run. Basically, everybody, they kind of hated us in a way. Uh, Pageant, to be honest with you, we kind of dominated everybody that year. Well, y'all had, y'all had McCracken, and he was the, he was the hub. Yeah. And a lot of role players that came in and kind of helped, uh, fill hey. out the season. When what, I, did, were you, were you in, my brother graduated in 96. Were you uh, a freshman in 97? I was a, I went to high school in 98, 99. Okay, okay. 98, okay. 99 was my freshman year. I, but I always tell people, like, when they opened up that park in 97, man, of course, we had played at Obana. Obana was, you know, it had kind of run its course there. And for that year, 97, it was really special because we, we go on, the Mariners go on and win it. Of course, uh, Shine McCracken there had done an outstanding job with this. And we kind of dominated. And that year, we were determined to win the district. We were tired of the Andalusia curse and all this type deal, and we were like, "We're going, we're going to go win the district." And of course, Florella had a decent team. Then they were called like Tri City. Of course, I think played a couple of teams out of Florida there, and we kind of dom- We really dominated the district that year. We go and we go and play at Muscle Shows, and we kind of say we kind of got the start to the banners you down, sure there, down there to, at uh, at the YMCA Park, and uh, kind of Miller Baseball kind of took off. I mean, yeah, some outstanding ba- baseball players have come through. Uh, and of course, there were guys before us, but it was it was more that year about we're going to get Bruden to the state tournament, no matter what. That's that that year ninety seven. Well, everybody's going to remember the foul ball that Lance McKenzie hit. I mean, that's just one of the more memorable moments. I was, in about, to ask about, the, I was about to ask about the foul ball, man. Yeah, where were you when he hit the foul ball? Yeah, I know where I was. Yeah, there's Hazel. Good morning, Hazel. Good morning, Hazel. How about that picture Hazel sent me that that I sent to you. He's riding around Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Look up. Yeah. There's a, 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 a billboard. Cobra Kai. I mean, that, that, that was crazy. So, <clears throat> Coach, are you, um, you know, as, as far as coaching in, in, at Op or coaching at Miller and then, and then going and coaching a, a place like Hewitt Trustful, you know, how big of, a, a, of an adjustment is that or, or was that? To, or or is it just same kind of thing, just on kind of a, it's a, 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 thing. a bigger it's, number of kids? It's just bigger number of kids. Kids want to be coached, and they want to be coached hard, and they want to be disciplined. You just got to kind of set the parameters you for too, Tara. Um, it. Uh, you can go at any school, WSN High School, and Andrew Williams does a great job. Me and Andrew are actually friends before he came here. Speaking of that, I, I talked to Coach Williams uh, yet, day before yesterday, and uh, – he was talking about the spring game. That he's, he's coming on one day next week. He's uh, good man. on the show. Oh, yeah. He does a good job, man. I remember his Linden teams, of course, and that was kind of when I was first getting in, man. They were, they were doing an outstanding job. And, of course, he, he he's going to continue to do a good job there at WS Neal and kind of continue to kind of continue them on up and up, man. I want to I want to come back and see the – like the I remember the 96 Ballamurda Creek, Rose Deep. I want to see those type games again. Oh, when yeah. I, when yeah. I got into high school, of course, Neil was kind of – they were okay. They actually had some Division One players play, Nick Benjamin and uh, the running back. I can't remember his name, but we kind of dominated in the, those those years. And I, was, I think they scored seven points. Did you play against Gross? I did play against Gross. He didn't, he didn't quite do so well. You remember those games? Yeah. The, the, year, the years we kind of got him, he kind of – he was not. He was really good. You know, I can't take he that. He was in behind you a year, wasn't he? Uh, I think two years behind me. Two years behind me. He was, he was a freshman, sophomore in the games that we played against him, and we we kind of held him in check. 
Dominique and Quint were really good those days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. That, oh, yeah. You know, they kind of, if you know Dominique and Quint, the, the, if you think they run their miles now, you have to remember when they were 16. <laughs> the, whole rule, back it up. the whole rule of not talking on the field for Coach Riggs really didn't exist with those two. Because they gonna, when they hit you, they're going to tell you about it. Ain't nothing you can do about it. And they're going to hit you again on the next play. De- definitely. They were good. Definitely, definitely. We had some outstanding. I mean, we had Patrick Brown. We had Rayvon Howard. We, of course, we had Derek. We, I mean, Javon, Ty, blocking fours, Dusty. Wilson, of course, he's a firefighter here in town. He was all state. People don't yeah. know Dusty Wilson was all state. Dusty was a great player. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. defensive end about 160 pounds, oh, yeah. but he would knock you in the next oh, week. Ain't no doubt. Of course, we had Brandon Wilcox. I mean, we had a number of guys, and of course, the guys that kind of follows James Martin there, and they. I mean, we we were just on a run there. I mean, you you look at the the, the time in which I was in high school there. You go from '99 to '05 there. I mean, we played in the semis. Five out of seven years that year, yeah, and won two titles. I mean, that was pretty. That's a good, pretty run. incredible run. I mean, my night, my freshman year, we played for the state championship. I remember Andre Per year, uh, Garrett Acreage, uh, Wesley Bradley, and all those guys. Man, they kind of as, as a freshman, you're sitting there. What me and Wes actually played college ball together. That's right. I forget, man, we actually played on the same side. I always tell people don't know the story in Brew, but me and what Wes was getting ready to break the NCAA record for interceptions, right? And we were playing in Kentucky somewhere. I can't remember the name of the school. This is at Swanee, correct? This is at Swanee. And he pushed me down. I, I mean, I, I'm literally, I, I'm going to get the interception. The quarterback just made a bad read. You know, he threw the ball. And and to break the record, <laughs> we're standing next to each other. And they ain't, ain't a receiver within 20 yards. Because we see it. He pushes me down to break the record. <laughs> and he kept so the you ball. were a part of it. Yeah. So you were a part oh, of yeah. it indirectly? Indirectly. I mean, me and Wes, we had, a, we had an outstanding year. Me and him both made all conference that year. That's awesome. and I remember when we first got there, he said, hey, you going, he said, you from Brew, man, you, you got to set the precedent. This is how we work, man. He actually helped me just starting college, understanding, man, you got to show up early and you got to stay late, man, because when you get to that next level, everybody's off state. The very best team y'all might have played on was the varsity flag football team. <laughs> come on. <laughs> we were loaded. God, come huh? on. Hey, coach, so, World so, 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 of course, DJ and I have had this conversation many times. What's the best team ever came, ever come through T.R. Miller? I mean, take your team out of it. That's I'm, not the, I'm definitely going to take my team out of it. We were really good, though. And I, you know, in my, in my heart, we're the best. But if I got to take my team out of it because of what I know now about this team, um, it's got, I don't know. I got, it's between 91 and, I mean, the 91 team and the 94 team. And to me, the 91 team had better athletes, but the 94 team, I mean. They got it done. They got it done. They went undefeated. It's, it's, perfection is is what it is. I mean, John, shout hey, out man. to John Hart, man. Hey, listen, yeah. I, I'm going, I, I've always said 91 just because I, I you know, I graduated in 92. Well, that was my senior, our senior year. The reason I say that, the reason I'm saying that is they were undefeated, but they didn't play 15. They played 14 games. Right. I think ninety four was the fifteen no mm-hmm. team. So, but listen, you got Fruna Fountain and and Gerald Thomas and Willie Bob Smith and and uh, I mean you know, Brian Lizenby and 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 Josh Brown and and you know I mean I can keep going. I mean dude, I'm gonna go back to the ninety one team just for a second. This is kind of a funny story. This is obviously back before you had social media, you had uh, computers. You know, you had to get your newspaper to get the news. I was in Auburn. And every Saturday morning, I'd go get me a Montgomery advertiser, and I'd look at the see who did what. And 
I was telling all my guys there at the Sigma New House, I said, we got a guy named Ron Gibson. And I said, I'm just telling you, if he doesn't win Mr. Alabama this year, they need to quit giving the award away. He is the best high school football player in the state of Alabama. And I had talked it for 15 weeks. Well, shortly after the season there in December, they uh, had the awards presentation, and Gibson doesn't win it. And I remember running around the Sigma New House. I said, let me tell you something. I don't know who this David Palmer kid is, but there is no way he's a better football player than Ron Gibson. You might know him better as the Deuce. Oh, man. I don't know who this guy is, but there is no way he is better than Ron Gibson. There's no way. He didn't, he didn't do anything in college. Yeah, he, he wasn't a bad, nah. The Deuce wasn't a bad player. The I, Deuce wasn't a bad player. I, but, but I'll tell you this now. I'll, I'll say this from, from watching, and I watched every game that, that Ron played in, and I can tell you right now, if Ron Gibson come around that corner on you, that was it. I mean, I mean, Gibson's unbelievable. You, you were not running that guy down, okay? No, I mean, no, I, I, no, I, no. I, I went to basic training with a, uh, you know, you saw at Clark County earlier, uh, Grove Hill, uh, big family over there, Morissettis. And uh, I, I have to be at basic training with a, uh, with a guy uh, named George Morissetti. And he asked me one day, you know, talking about where we were from. I told him I was from Bruton. He said, man, he said, uh, you go to what's good? I told him I went to Miller, and he said, "Man, let me tell you something." He said, "We was playing Miller in the, uh, you know, somewhere along in the playoffs." He said, "We were at Bruton, and uh, he said I, I got an angle coming down." He said, do "You, y'all had a running back no, number didn't. 40. I said, "Yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about." He said, "Let me tell you something, man." He said, "I had an angle on this guy." He said, "I was the fastest guy on our team." He said, "I had an angle on this guy." This guy turned around, and looked at me, and winked. Yeah, and turn back around. He said, and I don't know what he did, what gear he kicked it in. He said, well, I tell you, he walked off from me. He walked off and left me, and I was running as hard as I could run. He said, I got to the sidelines. My coach said, why did you quit running? He said, Coach, I didn't quit running. <laughs> he said that man just run that far off away from me. I mean, and I'm telling you that that guy was unbelievable. I when mean, Gibson got the ball. The band better be ready to start playing. Oh, that's a fact. That's, that's a fact. Gun around the back. I, I'll zone. tell you right now, if he did not, if there was nobody out there on that corner on that tall sweep, if there wasn't anybody out there, it was over. Oh, I mean, yeah. you, you wasn't, there wasn't nobody else going to get, get that guy. Most people don't know. Like their record still stands. The four by 100 team. Yeah. From, uh, I mean, TJ, uh, Benjamin, mm-hmm. And Powell, I think. Yeah, you can't catch them. No, 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 no. I, I used to think, I was like, well, about the, the track? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The four yeah. Yeah. team, and they were incredible. Man. Yeah, when you man. go back and you look at the hey, numbers, it's like. That's 25 years that record has stood. I think right. every other record on the track has been broken two or three times. That one's still standing. Right. And, and here's the thing. <laughs> hey, and here's the thing. West End, baby. Here's the West thing. End. <laughs> Coach Baker backed this up. JoJo Luttrell. Faster than Ron Gibson. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm hearing. That's what I hear. I mean, that's a fact. Coach, and, and I'll tell you, Coach. I, I'll you tell ask you. you talk. You ask Coach Baker. TJ can run with him. TJ. Yeah. I mean, every, yeah, Gibson, I, I, Gibson gets a lot of credit for being fast, and he was. Yeah. TJ was right there with him. Yeah, he he, yeah. Uh, he could run. Yeah, they always talk about the time they went went up and ran against in Montgomery against all the six A schools. Yeah, they look at them funny, and then when it was over, they'd say, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, huh? yeah. Them jokers yeah. run, man, yeah." Well, I, I I can tell you. I mean, you know, watching that guy do what he did, it was just uh, you know some of the stuff that they did. I remember we, I don't know if it was, I think it was that year we went to Handley, and when we got there, all the lights in the stadium were off. There was nothing on, and they claimed they were having power problems, but the PA worked, 
And on the PA, they had another one bites of dust on a loop playing over and over and over again. Miraculously, about four minutes before kickoff, the lights came on. Of course, they didn't want to let, you know, didn't want Miller out there warming up, that kind of thing. Of course, you know, Coach that Riggs. didn't need to warm up much. No, no. Well, <laughs> Coach Riggs had him out there doing whatever. Yeah. And by at, at halftime, it was, I mean, Miller was just yeah. blowing them out. I mean, you know, and, and I'm telling you right now, uh, you know, of course, we talked about that Deschler game up at Deschler and, you know, what happened afterwards and all that. And, and you know, but. In I, those days, if the bus showed up, you were in trouble. Oh, it didn't matter what the weather was. It didn't matter about the power. If the bus got there, you were in trouble. People really, really. And it, and this is a fact because you could, you see it, you heard it. People really uh, were, yeah. they, they were worried about playing Miller. Steve now, Darren, Darren Jordan says Steve Wee could outrun could. Ron. Steve Wee could run, too. And I don't he could he, run. Yeah, he didn't play. Yeah, Steve Wee could run. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Manasco said he was fast for a short burst. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, so basically what we're saying here is that uh, Ron Gibson can outrun Carlos Montgomery. Backwards. <laughs> and I love Catman. 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 That's 91 versus 94, right? That's the star running backwards. I love Catman. Yeah. Okay, you talk class of 91, yeah. I mean, I, I remember 94 good, too, yeah. now. I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm going to say this. I, I say, and I'm going to 92, I think 92 won it. You know, they were undefeated. The 91 team. The 91 team graduated in 92. Right. 90 was Ron and them's team. But, you know, I always thought that Ron, you know, had the uh, for years there the record. But James Fountain, the very next year, he ran for more yards than Gibson did. Oh man! And I, you know, I, I mean, listen, Freno was he, 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 the thing about him was he was going to hit you head on, and it was going to take five guys to put him on the ground. The difference, or, or, or one of the big differences, was the year before. Gibson at, at actually split carries with Fruna. That's right. The next year, there was nobody really split. It was all Fruna. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Gibson had 200 yards on eight carries. That's right. <laughs> he did it. Yeah, he got the back of the end zone. Oh, if, he had, if he'd run the ball 25, oh, 30 times man. a game, there's no telling what kind of he numbers he'd run he'd for put 10 up. miles. Yeah. He there's, a, there's only one that's been named Class Boy back in the I year, understand though. it. He was great. Rayvon Howard Ray was Howard. a great, great. He ran for 1,000 yards in the playoffs alone. That's right. Five games. That's right. He was great. He got hot. No doubt about it. I mean, you, you think about you go from Gibson to Pruna to Catman. I remember Peanut. People don't remember Peanut. Oh, yeah. was like, I oh, mean, yeah. size. I mean. A guy who's on our show a lot, and you certainly don't remember him from back in the 70s, Randall Mallard. He went to what yeah. was then Livingston, which is now West Alabama. He was number 44. He was great. Reggie Brown was great. Joseph Williams was Joseph great. Williams. Mitch Lewis was great. We have certainly had a, uh, a stable running, running back. backs come, <laughs> come down through there. No question. Yeah. Greer Horton was Not a great yet. running back That's back right. in the day. That's right. Hayes Wood said James was a ramming rod. He a ramming tough. road. He was tough. Yeah, no, he was. But I like, everybody's going to stand by their guy. That's the way it should be. Yeah. That's the way it should be. No, I tell you, I mean, hey, I, I, there's been a lot of great. Lot Riri, of, Benny Campbell oh, yeah. for 150 pounds would knock you in the next week. Yeah, he was one of my favorite ones to watch run because he was so determined and so physical. Riri could run it. I better go hud a little. Uh, oh yeah, Masson could run it. They got that video. Was it? Uh, it was at Valley. Valley. I'll, I'll my never gosh! It. I'll tell you something. <laughs> if you're married and have a young son, don't let your wife watch that footage to see what can happen to you on a football field <laughs> yeah. because you will not let when him you get play. Get My, have you, really, have you ever seen anything like that? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean I'm like, telling you, it doesn't look right. It looks like somebody has doctored that up. I, I know it oh. does. 
It, I, I, it looked like somebody. It looked like somebody photoshopped the video. Masai destroyed that kid. Oh man! I mean, destroyed him. I tell you, another one of the hard, hardest ones I ever saw, where I was there in person, was Tristan Moore up here against Ashford in the playoffs down the south end zone on the Miller side of the field. Tristan was running the football. He had caught a, sw- a screen pass, was coming down the sideline, and that defensive back jumped in front of him. I was on the sideline doing the uh, reporting in those days, and bam, Tristan hit him. The collision took place on the five-yard line going in, and that kid's back of his head hit down there around the one. I mean, he destroyed him. I mean, absolutely destroyed him. Mm. Wow. i tell you, uh, I guess we could sit here and talk this all day long. Oh, ain't no yeah. doubt. You know? Coach, good to see you, man. Definitely, man. Glad of course, you, good luck. Glad, glad you dropped good by. Good luck to y'all on the show, man. Of course, good yeah. luck to Coach Etheridge also, man, here yep. at TRM. I actually know Coach Etheridge. Pierce Quick is his nephew. Is I that forgot, right? I forgot to add okay. that for yeah. y'all. Yeah, that's his nephew, so uh, he man, does an outstanding do job, man. And I know his they OC. They just finished spring. They just finished spring, man. Of course, uh, the OC called me and said, man, we, we completed more passes than we completed. I said, yeah, that's a good thing. They're probably going to like you a little more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do well. <laughs> Well, we got to get out of here, DJ. Graduation Friday. Graduation Friday. Yesterday. Congratulations to the Hurricanes. Tigers on deck tonight. Definitely, man. Class 2018, man. I'm coming to see you. Congratulations. Good luck to you in future endeavors. Coach Johnson, thank you for coming in and visiting with us. Always good to catch up with the homeboys. Uh, thank all of you for being in with us this morning. I apologize for having to get out a little earlier. Have some graduation business. <laughs> that is what it is. To make sure we can participate. Yeah. But y'all have a great weekend. Be careful. Be safe. Take uh, take the weather serious. It's supposed to be a major water event, rain event. So uh, heed with, uh, take that with caution as you proceed through the weekend. And we will see y'all on Tuesday morning at 7-ish. That's right. Love y'all. Thank you for tuning in to Drive Time, live from the Peach Pit in historic Bruton, Alabama. Remember to tune in every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m.-ish. Remember to like and share the Drive Time videos, as the more you like and share, the more chances you have to win.